Hi everyone, it's Kimber. And it's Didi. You're listening to Define Beauty. So this week we have a really exciting guest, but before we get into that, we are talking about some of our current favorite spring trends. Yes, because I feel like spring is in full swing, which for Utah that means it's snowing one day. The next day you're appreciating sun and blossoms in the tree. Yeah, literally saw snow today, but also looking at blossoms, so (laughs) true. (laughs) As long as the snow doesn't last for more than a day, I'm happy. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Yeah, it's kind of cold here today, but I'm still in my biker shorts, which is a current spring trend. I love biker shorts. I don't want them to ever leave. Yeah, I'm into it. I posted a thing about Princess Diana wearing her biker shorts, and then ever since then, I've been really into them. Princess Diana looks with the sweatshirts and the biker shorts and the tennis shoes. The OGG, for sure. A vibe. Mm -hmm. A lifestyle. Aspiration. (laughs) So, um, currently, what are you trending on for spring? Um, I'm, so I'm loving the bike shorts. I'm loving neon. I actually have green neon bike shorts, so Ooh. double whammy there. Love it. I also, last October, I bought some white cowboy boots from a thrift store <laughs> for a potential Halloween costume. And then I realized <laughs> that they're kind of in right now. And I was really excited about it, so I'm kind of digging this Western vibe. Kendall Jenner totally just rocked some white cowboy boots, and I actually saw it from your inspo. I I copied her. It looked really good her, on your last yeah. Instagram post. I really like her street style. I'm sure that she's not behind it, but whoever is is doing a great job, so I've been saving lots on Pinterest of her street style looks. Cute. To recreate. What about you? So beyond the biker shorts, like I said, I'm currently wearing them um structured suits which I talked about last time I was really into the white suit moment and I tried it meaning I bought a white suit on ASOS and I came out wearing it and it was a little too structured I looked like (laughs) the KFC colonel (laughs) lies but funny (laughs) no actually Craig who's the kindest person my husband said when I walked out um that I looked like I was selling a bucket of chicken, which is fine. Like, I really did, and I needed the honesty, and I appreciate it. Um, well, you're rocking it today, and it looks good. Yeah, I have a semi, like, Added again, double whammy. Like, I have the structured suit jacket with the biker shorts on, but we had our insider event uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week, and I did uh, wear a Zara um, top-to-bottom neon pink suit. And I really liked it. Speaking of Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> it reminded me of the Borboletta um, holiday party when we had the white elephant. Oh. <laughs> Craig wait. took home the bucket of chicken and you took home the Uncrustables. Wait, I love Uncrustables and I think everyone can relate. <laughs> I just like honestly respect you guys are like swiping the food. We were a pregnant couple. Me and couple. Kenzie were trying to get all the toys for our desk. Got like the magic eight ball. Which you landed. Basketball hoop. Yes. <laughs> so good. Cool. 
Do you want to introduce, give a little background on our lovely guest today? Yes, I'm so happy that we were able to grab Lacey, the founder of Laced Hair Extensions, to um, be our next interview on our podcast. I really, I love her. I think she's such a cool girl and she's super funny. Um, and she's also a little jet setter. Currently, she's in Costa Rica right now, which I'm super jealous about. But um, her story is really cool, and I think you're going to find a lot of things really inspiring and and super interesting about her. Um, She's a creator and founder of Lace Hair Extensions, like we talked about. She offers education worldwide in in six different extension methods, Um, and she's also a MS fighter and a single mama of two boys. Like I said, she's just super relatable. I love this interview. She was really fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. And we got to learn about her foundation that recently launched, and that was super exciting. Cool. <laughs> Let's get into it. No, no. Okay. We present Lacey. Hello. Hi. Hi. That was very in sync. I know. <laughs> We're the same. <laughs> Jinx. Lacey, thank you so much for coming to talk with us. Kim and I are both way excited. We were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on and get to share all the great things about you. I was telling Didi just how much I look up to you as a business owner, but also as um, a friend. And you're just someone that always makes me laugh. Like your one-liners just come out of nowhere. You're just witty and fun. No. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and really honored. Um, obviously, I love you guys too. And your company and everything about you and your whole team are all goals in every aspect of women business in the beauty world. So I love you too. Oh, love. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and start with three of your current faves right now. So like, what is your must have beauty product right now? Uh, so it's really funny, actually. Kim was so gracious to uh, make me up today with some makeup and not me personally. <laughs> oh, I yeah, that's even, true. I don't even know how to do like a brow brush. <laughs> do a brow brush? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really funny though, and I promise I'm not saying this. You can ask anyone that knows me. the The things that I always have to have, and obviously because I own my brand, but I always have to have hair extensions in, and then I always have to have eyelash extensions in. And honestly, if your eyelash extensions and your hair extensions are done, I don't have to worry about any other makeup hardly. I mean, I probably should, but eyelashes and hair. Like those are really, and hair extensions, doesn't matter if it's clip-ins or tape or my wefts, whatever, just because then my hair always looks good. Even if it's air dries, it has that little bit of a natural wave to it. I, you know, and then my eyelash extensions are, at least my makeup looks somewhat done if I have those on. So... I promise that wasn't a probe or anything. <laughs> I just have to have plug. my uh, eyelash extensions, and I don't really wear that much makeup other than them. But if I didn't have them on, I would have to because they just make you look like your makeup's done all the time. They're my favorite. I love that, like hair and lashes, and you have just a really natural, fresh look. Yeah, I love my lashes. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, next question Who is your current girl crush? It's so funny. Um, I honestly, the person that I love the most, I have a lot of girl crushes, but I really, really love Ellen. 
Oh, that's a good one. I love her so much. I love how funny she is. I love how engaging and just amazing she is. But then I also love her heart. I think that she is the biggest sweetheart and helps so many people. She's so and, generous. Yeah, and she's just really... I mean, she's one of the first people that came out, uh, you know, to announce that she was gay. And, like, I remember that being a little girl. I was probably in, like, fourth or fifth grade. And I just, I just love her. That's cool. She's one of my favorite to follow on Instagram because she always posts all of her funny little clips. She's super uh -huh. funny. I love Ellen. She is hilarious. Yeah, I, I have you guys seen her special on Netflix that came out recently? No, I no. need to watch it. That's I need to write that as a reminder. Yeah, What's she, it called? I can't remember, but she talks a little bit about her story, and I had no idea like how much she had gone through. She talked about when she had a girlfriend, I think, that died in a car accident. Oh and then gosh. she yeah, and she lost her apartment. She was living in this basement apartment with like fleas. And then she just had this moment where she said to herself, I'm going to be on this show. I can't remember what it was called, but she just like said to herself right then, she's like, I'm going to be on that show. And like within a few years, she had like reached that goal from the lowest of lows to like getting to that point. It was so cool. I had no idea like her story of how she got to where she was. It was super inspiring and it's way funny too. So yeah, definitely recommend. Yeah, well, I need to watch that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I want to watch that. For our girls' night that we're trying to plan, Kim. <laughs> we're going to watch Ellen. <laughs> I'm like, we can plan that, and I'll just be nursing the whole time. <laughs> we'll just have a plus one at the party. <laughs> Worth it. I love her. Cool. Um, okay, last question. What is a guilty pleasure? Um, I don't know. I feel like I am uh, guilty of a lot of pleasures that I <laughs> shouldn't have. But I mean, the first thing that comes to mind probably would be like some people may say like cookies or sweets or something, but I don't really care about, and I'm gluten-free anyways, but I could live on barbecue chips or chips and salsa all day. I and love walk. barbecue chips. I mean, chips. honestly, I eat, I could not give up and fries, potatoes and, <laughs> and corn chips. You know, it's just My like, mouth is watering. I know we need to go eat after this now. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. We just start eating chips on the podcast, a little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> That would be, I would come back. Okay, so day. like, what is like the ultimate though? You have one fry or chip to choose from. Which one is it? Fries. Fries with Fries where? from where? Oh, who has the best fries? Um, McDonald's. McDonald's fries are pretty good, I will say. I love <laughs> both right of you and Unison said it. We knew. McDonald's for fast food are pretty good. Like, And then in Salt Lake, the fries, late night RX fries are so good. Oh, I've heard and about Bruges, that. Am I saying that right? Bruges waffles, mm -hmm. they have fries there. Those are so good. And they have like 30 different oh, fry sauces fry sauce. to try from. So fries all day, every day. Yeah, like, there's a Bruges. right there. I know, we we're going there right after call. this. We are on the same wavelength. <laughs> we literally. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing those with us. Lace, we are really excited to have you on the show, like we mentioned earlier. Um, one of the reasons why you initially came to my mind um, was we spent... A lot of time together, we went on a trip to Europe, and we didn't really know each other that well, but we kind of just, like, admired one another from, like, business standpoint. I watched your business grow. You watched my business grow. We ended up meeting, and we planned, like, this crazy Europe trip out of nowhere, and I just got to know you really well, and I just found you to be one of the 
the coolest and might I add like least stressed business owners I've ever met. Um, and it was a really good example to me, I guess, on this trip because I wear my stress and emotion on my face and um, I started to watch you as a business owner and see just how dynamic you were and how calm you were and how you just could um, have fun and be in the present moment and not skip a beat. Um, And then you're just so, like we mentioned before, like you're just witty and really one of the most fun people to be around. So I want to start off just by letting our guests know, like, what did you do to get started in laced hair? So, well, thank you, Kim. I love you. That trip was so fun. We should just do a podcast interview just talking about our experiences the whole time because it was so fun. It's a very <laughs> unplanned trip. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I kind of am mellow to a fault, I know. Uh, <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm the same. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It'll work out. Um, I appreciate but, it. But, I mean, with Laced Her, it's, it's interesting. I think why uh, Kim and I when we first started talking, we had so much in common with the starting of our business. We just, you know, I was a hair artist. I went to cosmetology school, went to hair school and something, and that was back in 2002 that I started hair school. And uh, honestly, back then extensions were not a thing. Uh, I think that they, they've always been around, but no one knew them. They weren't accessible. They were only for the, the really wealthy or people just didn't know about them or they were really crappy quality. Um, the first time I got extensions, it really changed my life, it changed my confidence. I know that sounds super dramatic to some people, but women that feel great about their hair, like you can really take on anything. And I really felt like that. And I did feel like, oh my gosh, this has to be shared. And I started doing them in Las Vegas where I started my hair career on the strip at Bellagio. And, okay. Um, okay. We see you. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun, especially back then. I mean, Bellagio is still an amazing hotel, but back then in two thousand, early two thousands, they were the only hotel on the strip that was really amazing. So every celebrity was there. It was, you know, really, really fun. And I'm a small town girl from Cedar City, Utah. So I'm like my early 20s, late teens there in Vegas, and it was a really cool place to get my start for sure. That sounds so fun. Um, it yeah. was really fun. I learned to eat really well. You know? <laughs> um, we only I make the, uh, most of the stuff about food. Um, that's that's me, though. Um, <laughs> we're, we're all going to be so hungry. <laughs> I know. Please go chow down on us. Um, so, and I just, I really started, gra- you know, gravitating towards extensions, uh, my managers let me do extensions at the Bellagio, and it kind of became my specialty. I hardly did anything else. People would fly from all over to have me do their extensions. And That's from amazing. there, it was really hard to get the colors I wanted as well as the different products that I wanted. I was ordering from all these different places, and then sometimes clients couldn't make it to Vegas, so they would be like, can you come to New York this weekend? And I'm like, sure, but I don't have hair. So initially I started my business so I would have access to the products and colors I wanted without having to wait for shipments. And I thought it would be super easy to just start your own brand. Um, to my knowledge, really, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, super easy. To my knowledge, not, you know, I'm sure there were a lot of other hairstyles that were trying the same thing, but Instagram wasn't around, the internet wasn't as prevalent back then. I mean, this is a long time ago. So we didn't really, someone else maybe thought of that too, but I didn't really have a lot of other people 
in the industry to look at like oh she's done this I'm also gonna do it where I think a lot of people do that now with a right. lot of beauty because everything's so accessible everyone's yeah. journey and business and is I didn't online. have that so I just it kind of got me a, a, a you know kind of a late start but that's kind of how I just went into it like I said I wanted it for my own use a lot of our colors our custom blends um, our colors that I created that weren't generalized colors yet in the marketplace um, that was huge to have mixed colors to have ombre colors no one had really done that yet and that was what I was most excited about because I was custom cutting up wefts and then gluing them together to create those mixed colors so dang handmade <laughs> that's wild <laughs> so yeah I mean that's definitely just how we got our start and um like I said, I was using it for my own self, and then my friends started really liking it. So they were like, well, can I order it? And I was like, sure. And, um, you know, in the process, I also had a one-year-old when I started it, and then I was pregnant with my second. And we moved to Michigan for my ex-husband to go to law school, so I kind of got, like, a slow start, but we were trying, and I was starting to teach a little bit, and, yeah, that's kind of just how we started. <gasps> trailblazing in the yeah. extension industry super cool yeah that's amazing when um did you feel like laced hair was totally taking off like was it how many years into the business and was there a kind of a pivotal moment that that shifted everything that turned this into a big brand yeah I mean honestly I give a lot of my thanks to uh social media Pinterest and Instagram um, after we moved from Michigan, I moved to Phoenix and I actually became friends with, at the time she was a huge makeup blogger. I'm sure a lot of people know her, especially in the beauty world, but Kara of Mascara. Um, she, her hair was black and she wanted her hair to be blonde. Ooh. And I did, <laughs> I know, uh, those there. of us that are her stylists. Um, so it took us three days, but we made her hair a lot lighter. And I did her extensions, and she was able to have that dirty blonde. It was an ombre. And she did a blog post about it and pinned it, and that post went viral. So people were reaching out to me, and I had kind of a janky little website, but it worked. But I remember people ordering hair for me someone that like I didn't even know like oh Virginia and this person was here and I was shipping starting to ship out more hair um, and then just the popularity of Instagram I just started posting before and afters and then I was like oh I should create an Instagram just for my business side because you know I mean I don't know why people wouldn't want to see my perfect children on there all the time but <laughs> so I made a second Instagram and from there we just started growing I started working with a lot of bloggers um, we created clip-ins our clip-in line is called I Do Clip-Ins. Initially, I made them because I worked on the strip and we had so many brides um, that would come in and they would bring the grossest clip-ins. And I just was like, why not have, I think clip-ins, you can go to beauty supplies and grab them. And there's even a lot of you know really popular bloggers and people that promote a lot of other clip-in lines, but our clip-in lines are high-end clip-ins. So they're really nice. They last a long time where a lot of them are are almost disposable. Ours last a really long time. There's people that are like, I've had my same clip-ins for two years because it's just oh, good cool. quality. Um, so I kind of got off topic. Um, but back to like, <laughs> that's what I mean. So we started, you know, letting some bloggers try um, try our clip-ins and they would wear them and put them on their social media. And we just kind of grew from there. It was really um, 
a lot of, and I do have a lot of friends that are celebrity stylists around, um, you know, from New York to LA and everywhere in between. And so we had, I had a great network already. And then Instagram really, really helped my business grow. Hi. So organic network growth. What celebrity hairstylist did you work with? So a lot of the celebrity stylists that I work with, um, all through LA, um, and New York, there's Sarah Potempa, Kristen S has posted about us. Um, Scott King, Brittany King, no relation, just same last name. I mean, a lot of the celebrity stylists in LA, uh, we've been really lucky to work with and they're really incredible and awesome. And they'll use our brand, especially clip-ins and tape-ins for their stylists, um, or for their clients. And, um, you know, Sarah Potempa, she was ahead of the Victoria's Secret for a few years and we were able to uh, collab with her and get our hair um, on the runway with her. And so I definitely think to, in this industry, um, even if you are just an artist, I think that to branch out and just become friends with people in your industry, like that's how I met Kim, where different companies, but it was fun to, you know, bounce ideas off each other. And I always think to collaborate instead of compete is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always loved, uh, just to meet a lot of other hairstylists and, um, I think it's definitely helped get the word, uh, out there about our brand too, just to meet people and put yourself out there. So you were super breezy about this, but I think this is so cool. You went to the Victoria's Secret fashion show in Paris. And, and New York. And New York. And you were backstage. like Casual. Yeah, you were so breezy. <laughs> like, Tell us all about that. So we were actually in... Um, Sarah was doing all the hair for it. And then I was kind of in the VIP room. So all the editors, which was great for us. I was able to work on the editors of Glamour and Vogue and Cosmopolitan and um so I was in that room and they were all putting in my extensions as well they were getting made over for the show and then Sarah was actually um had our extensions backstage putting them in the models as well so it was fun to kind of see both do both ends of it um so cool yeah was there is there somebody that's worn your extensions that was kind of like a fangirl moment it's so funny because um we have and a lot of these are kind of like sometimes it's because they are real customers buying our products. I don't always talk about all of them. They're not always posted all over our social media because they're buying them. Like, even though I know they're wearing them, but so a lot of the celebrities that do let us post about it, I get super excited. But I think it, it does show my age, but I mean, of course, everyone loves her. But I think the moment that Mariah Carey wore our extensions, I was just like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> That's iconic. Amazing. Take a fork in me. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously really iconic, but especially if you, you know, if you were in fifth grade when like fantasy came out, and I mean, Kim probably loves <laughs> <was>. Butterfly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Kim and I are Kim. close to the same age. I am older than Kim, I'm but a we're closer. <laughs> yeah, so that was really exciting uh, when she, when she wore my extensions. Yeah, I was like, okay, fine. Like we can we can all be done now. It's just great. I Close love Mariah up shop. Carey. Mariah. Like. We did what we came here to do. <laughs> Serious. That's so cool. Um, and then so you have laced hair, but something really cool that I don't know a lot of people that are familiar with laced hair know about the um, laced foundation. 
Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, we just started a nonprofit organization called the Lay Star Foundation, just like Kim said. And it's been in the works for a while, but I just didn't really know how to go about it. I didn't know that you have to do all these legal entities and do everything. So we are legally recognized by the federal government and by the state of Utah to run a nonprofit organization. Um, and Congratulations. what we do, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I honestly, we're working on a lot of products. We're uh, releasing so many new things um, and growing a, a ton. But the thing I am most excited about is this foundation. Um, and uh, I mean, Kim knows a lot about this. And if some people follow me on social media, I try to like post every once in a while about my health updates. And um, I had a health scare. It's been three years now, which is kind of crazy how long ago that was. But uh, I was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And for a really long time, they didn't know what was happening. And so I was still going in and getting treatments. They treated me as if it was cancerous in case it was. Um, it wasn't cancerous, by the way. Spoiler. <laughs> I'll just say that before. Um, but it was it was still really scary, and um, I was really stressed out. And because of the treatments I was receiving uh, at the Huntsman Cancer Institute, I lost a lot of my hair, and I was spending days and hours and hospital stays with other people going through similar things, or way worse things, actually. Um, a lot of women going through chemo because of breast cancer or women that had lost their hair because they had brain surgery and or uh, certain things. So I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here with all these women and I had my long extensions in at the time and uh, they just all were commenting on my hair and a lot of them didn't have very much hair, if any, and they were just like, oh man, we would love to have that hair again. That was like the one thing that they would talk about. They just wanted their confidence back. And um, and I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I own an extension company. So I was like, let me know, like I, I'm gonna take care of you guys. Let me know when you know, your hair starts to grow back. We don't make wigs, but I can try and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like, wanted to help them. And um, I'm like getting super emotional <laughs> over here. I, like I'm holding back tears and trying to no, like, it's okay. be I'll, cool, but I can't. Like no, so I, it'll amazing. be hard for me to not cry. I probably I'm a big cry. I cry all the time, so I'll probably start crying. But um, so in that time, um, because of the treatments I was getting, I ended up losing seventy percent of my hair too. And um, like I said, I was lucky. It's like oh, you know, I didn't really care. I'm like I can just throw clippings in. I've lost hair because I over bleached it too so I'm like used to this situation so I kind of had an okay attitude about it but I wanted to help people and I was like this is what I'm going to do there's a lot of great nonprofits out there for kids like wigs for kids lock, locks of love um, which is great but there really wasn't one for women and so I'm really hoping that uh, we can grow to be as big and prominent as those just so we can help more people um, and then also just you know with more and more treatments and more and more tests they found out with like I had to get MRIs after about six months they found out that my uh, brain tumor was actually multiple sclerosis so it's not cancerous I'm it was I always say it's like the best worst news I ever received because multiple sclerosis mean you know an inoperable brain tumor is a death sentence and multiple sclerosis isn't and I've learned a lot about MS and I also sit on the board of directors for the uh, multiple sclerosis society so, so cool. I help a lot with that um, because people with MS also lose their hair for their treatments and their steroid treatments and their infusions they have to get so 
anyways, it's been really fun to sit on that board. And, um, and then, like I said, the, so the foundation, we just officially launched our website in January. Um, like I said, been a long time coming, but it took a while to get everything set, especially with everything else I had going on. So right now, um, it's lacefoundation.org, laceterrorfoundation.org, and people can submit their stories and, um, you know, you could submit a friend or yourself, nominate yourself or a friend, and then we try their best uh, or try our best to get them. A lot of time it's clip-ins. We don't have wigs yet, but we're working on making sure we can get wigs made. And it, it's any women. They're suffering from hair loss for anything. Maybe they just had a baby. Women lose their hair for a variety of different reasons, and so maybe they just want confidence. So they just need a few, like, keratin pieces in their front just to help them feel better and maybe they can't afford it. So we're hoping to team with a lot of other artists, hairstylists that will put them in for people and then we give the hair. So we've been able to help a lot of women so far since we launched, which makes me really excited. Yeah. And send a lot of clip-ins and all of that. So it's kind of our little fun project right now. Yeah, that's so cool. It's like you said, your must-have beauty product is your extensions and just how something that seems simple and little makes such a huge difference. And I feel like if you're going through something and you're losing your hair, how much it can impact you and to just get that boost is super empowering. Yeah. Well, and I think in our world right now, uh, I think that, like, I love that you guys are doing this podcast because I think that the beauty industry gets a really bad rap. It's like, oh, all these girls, blah, blah, blah. And they're so vain and so... You know, it's like, it's really not vanity to want to feel confident and beautiful about yourself. You know, it's, to me, that's not, that's not vain. And, but a lot of women, because it is so expensive to get extensions, they're like, gosh, I don't have, I can't think about myself right now. And I don't have the money to. And if I did, people would be like, oh my gosh, she's off getting, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot of judgment involved Mm -hmm. in a lot of the stories that we read, um, that people are submitting, they say the same thing. They're like, I feel guilty even asking for this. I shouldn't be taking care of my hair right now. And I'm like, no, yes, you should. So I just think that it's like a great message to like let women know it's okay to feel confident Mm -hmm. and beautiful. And I've always felt that way with extensions when people are like, oh, only... I've always been really defensive about extensions. And I've been doing hair for so long that it was kind of like taboo. People didn't want anyone to know they had extensions. It's probably the same with eyelash extensions too. Like people don't want them to know they have them. It's like, no, it's not natural, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But I always was really proud of my extensions and loved it. Not only was it my job, but I was like, no, women would sit in my chair and like cry after they got their extensions done because they'd never been able to have that long full hair. And so I love being able to make women feel confident again. And it is fun to see... You know, of course, we love everyone that wants to buy and use our hair and feel beautiful, but the give back part of it has really, it helps me on the hard parts of my business. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll have, like, a hard day, and we'll get, like, a really mean customer email or something. Of course, that happens. And then when I can, like, switch over and see the emails that come in for the foundation, I'm like, oh, my gosh, thanks for reminding me why it's really helping me to keep going on the hard days when I see other people's stories of, like, what they're really going through. So totally. it's been really fun. That's incredible. I mean, like that's so inspiring. I love that. And I, I do agree. <clears throat> there is a little bit of this taboo that if you're going through something, then you should be the last thing that you think about. Um, 
you know, and, and I, I think when you look good, you feel good. And like, I, you know, my, my daughter, my brand new baby, she's five weeks old. She just got diagnosed with cystic fibrosis and it's been an emotional roller coaster for my husband and I, but the one thing that I've truly, I guess it's kind of helped carry me through all of this is, um, I wake up and I allow myself to get ready. And I, I say that that's okay. Because if I'm going to face the day and do some hard things that day, I need to to feel good about myself while I'm doing it. And I need to feel confident. And when I feel confident, I can better take care of my daughter and my family. And so thank you for saying that. I think that's really inspiring. And I think that Mm -hmm. gave me some validation that I needed um, because there is guilt attached to that. And it was a good reminder to me that I don't need to feel guilty about feeling good about myself. And yeah. no woman, no no person should ever have guilt about that. Um, start your day and allow yourself to do something nice for yourself or allow yourself to get extensions or, or whatever it is because your confidence will take you a long way. Right. And no, it's I like totally agree. if you can take care of yourself first and like make sure that you're confident and you love yourself, then you can like take care of other people and, and you can yeah, love other people too. No, I agree. And I think, I mean, obviously there's days that I definitely like sure got ready I, I mean I think it's kind of like there's no I don't believe in the word balance there's no such thing but it's like it's just okay <laughs> I agree. Life not like there's no like <laughs> imperfect balance. yeah life happens but the times yeah. I do end up getting ready for the day even if I just run jeans and a t-shirt and like I'm a little bit ready um I you know I I feel like I accomplished so much more that day and our warehouse is kind of in the middle, all the way on the west side of Salt Lake City. There's really nothing around it. Um, but I still encourage my girls to get ready for work, too. Um, and I'm like, of course, if you have an off day and you come in in your, in your Lululemons, um, like, whatever. But, like, I don't want that to happen every day because I think that they also produce more during the day. Not only, like, as mothers, as workers, but when you, like, feel confident and you're ready to go, I just feel like... The day we're there and we're all ready, we accomplish a lot too. So like looking good brings out a different confidence and I can always tell because they always let me know like, oh, sorry, today was just one of those days and I'm still dressed like this. And the days they don't say that, I feel like they produce more. And so I always encourage women to at least get ready a little bit, you know, and of course there's going to be days that you don't, but to feel confident is pretty life changing for women. And I just, like, love women feeling confident. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's funny, even in the world of selfies, how selfies even get a bad rap. And to me, I think we did a post about it. I should find it because it was really good. Um, But it's like, it's like, to me, there are so many worse things than a woman taking a selfie and feeling confident out there. Like, that they shouldn't get a bad rap. Or even, like, women that are posting pictures of themselves in random places. And even that in our industry right now is kind of, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, but it's like, <laughs> totally. man, there are so many more problems out there right now than like women taking a cute selfie on a cute yeah. bench, like who cares, you <laughs> well, know? And I think like, I read a study that actually like women or just people in general who take selfies tend to have a higher self-esteem. I yeah, let them feel beautiful. Yeah, I think it's like... If you're feeling it that day, put yourself out there. It's Why almost not? like, yeah, like manifesting how you feel inside and being able to express that outwardly. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's how I think about it. I don't think it's being conceited or vain or full of yourself. I totally agree that, again, if you, you look good, you feel good, put it out there, it can inspire somebody else. Like, hey, I want to try that with with my hair or like that was a cool place that they were like I want to go there and yeah I totally agree I it's think like, it connects us yeah it's like confidence is like I've never thought about it this way before but it's fuel for you yes. to do the things that you want to do yeah I love that I'm very emotional right now still thinking about <laughs> no. the foundation and what you're doing and like it's good to think on a deeper level how much you're your outward beauty can affect your inner beauty as well. And there's definitely, I do believe that there is a balance in that. You can't be too obsessive over your outward beauty and be too critical on yourself and tear yourself apart or tear others apart. But the balance, I think, is finding that beauty in yourself and outside of yourself and letting that come out and expressing that so other people can can be inspired by that. Yeah. I think there's no, I totally agree. And then also like on that note, I always tell my clients and people that I meet and, you know, to go and do those things. Sometimes it is, seems like a high maintenance thing. Like, Oh, I'm going to go get my lashes done. I'm going to get my eyebrows done. I'm going to go get my nails done. You know, whatever it is, your hair done. And it's kind of one of those things. It's like, I know I spend time going to get a lash fill or to get my extensions redone, but because I have hair extensions in, I can let my hair Last night I let my hair air dry and then I just kind of ran a flat iron over it and it kind of just looks like a messy wave. It looks so good. It really does. <laughs> and, then, and then it's the same thing like with your, but you have to go in and get those things done. So they take a little bit of time. It's kind of like high maintenance. It sounds high maintenance, but it's to stay low maintenance because if I had to wake up and curl my hair every day and try and make it look good, it's really thin and really fine and really short right now. It just doesn't look great without extensions. It just doesn't. I have really fine hair and I get a lot of treatments for my MS that make my hair, have made my hair fall out and it just hasn't grown back the same at all. Mixed with, I have dark brown hair and I bleach it, but you know. <laughs> it's like, especially Tired. my eyelash extensions, it's like I take the time to go get them filled, right. but then I don't really have to wear makeup uh, on the other days. Yeah, um, you get like Not that the... you have to wear makeup, I'm not saying people have no. to, but with my eyelashes on, I feel like I have makeup on so I can get ready so much faster and same with my hair. If it just air dries and our hair has a little bit of a wave to it, it just kind of has that little kink almost. Mm -hmm. And it's like super easy. So there's like, it actually is making your life easier too. It's like and a return on your investment. Exactly. <laughs> a smart financial decision. <laughs> um, so obviously you, when you were, your hair was thinning and everything with the beginning of your treatments when you're like in the hospital and stuff. And you said that even though, like, you had your extensions and everything, so it wasn't as traumatic to you, but, like, I'm sure it still had an impact. And so do you feel like you, like, put yourself in those women's shoes? Like, you can see for yourself how much of that confidence boost was for you, particularly then? Does yeah, that make sense? I mean, it, yeah, exactly. I, um, one of my best friends, when I all through kindergarten on, um, was diagnosed with leukemia, and she lost all of her hair. So we were in like sixth, fifth grade, probably sixth grade. And she mm -hmm. lost all of her hair. And like, um, I remember, I, and I kind of went through everything with her because she was my best friend. And like, that was the most devastating part for her. And I think knowing women that have gone through similar things, the most devastating part 
of a lot of things, even pregnancies. A lot of people say like the hardest part of their pregnancy was losing their hair after because so much of your womanhood is, is in your hair. Yeah, and you're like and identity. And feeling, yeah. and it's just, which it shouldn't be. I'm not like saying women with short hair, women without hair aren't well, yeah, even too, but yeah. I just think that that's one thing that women have with their with their confidence. And I did. It, it was, it, um, when my hair was coming out, I knew that I could afford to get extensions because I own a company and like I can just go grab them from my <laughs> warehouse, but it was still really hard. I mean, when I was showering clumps, I say probably at least 70%, like that's kind of an estimate, but clumps of hair were just falling out and I'd never seen my hair look that thin. And it was just like, I would look in my hands and just have piles of hair every time I brushed it. And it was really devastating. And so that was what I thought, like, gosh, but I knew that there was a fix and I didn't know if it would come back or anything like that. But I did know that I could just put some clip-ins in or some tape-ins and fix it but for other women I was like gosh this must be really devastating because they're spending so much money on medical bills um and the last thing they're going to think about is like spending time and money on their hair extensions they just you know most of them won't so Mm -hmm. um I'm really hoping we can like really help a lot of women get some confidence back when they're going through all these hard trials whatever they may be so um, it's been cr- pretty crazy reading some of the stories like that people submit and send in. And like I said, it's, it's life-changing to do some sort of a give back because mm-hmm. the things that you thought mattered, you're like, oh my gosh, like look right. at what I just read, you know? Puts it everything just, in perspective. Yeah. So. Cool. That's okay. So cool. What is your definition of beauty? So my definition of beauty, uh, I think that could be, it could be so many, it could be so many different things for so many different people, but I think that beauty should be um, anyone that's confident. If you have like a black dress that makes you feel confident and beautiful, if you have a, you know, a certain eyeshadow or a lipstick that you wear that makes you feel beautiful, I think that um, it should be something that, and again, I'm talking about outward appearance appearance things because I think when you do feel and Kim said it too when you feel really beautiful on the outside um it does help your you know it does help you inside as well and so I'm probably not you know fun gosh sorry <laughs> I'm trying to like I not sound it. like a cheese ball no that's um, what, <laughs> we're sorry. asking you to define beauty like any definition of beauty is going to be cheesy yeah no it's true. for sure so again I know I, I kind of talked about stuff that as on the outside but um I think it could be anything if you have if you have, like I said, that little black dress, that lipstick, your eyelash extensions, your hair extensions, it's really anything that's helping you feel confident, mm-hmm. I think can be your own beautiful. I don't really think it matters. And it's okay if that changes too. You know, if you feel like with age you want to start doing something else or, um, you know, I love my Botox. I'm not getting rid of it. I think it can just <laughs> Everyone be Everyone so far has mentioned Botox on each episode. Spoiler alert. so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, just anything that makes you feel confident. Um, and don't be ashamed of it. If it makes you feel confident and good, and of course, I know that there's an excessive of everything, but I just, I love that women, you know, there's that whole self-love campaign going around kind of all over, and um I just think anything that makes you feel confident. I think a confident woman is beautiful no matter what. I love so that. I'm happy I that totally agree. In yeah. our industry, create confidence for women. So I love that. Chills. Yeah. 
confidence really is the most beautiful thing. And for some, unfortunately, I think for some women, it takes their entire life or they may not even feel confident at the, at, you know, their entire life. But um, mastering your confidence and w- once you find it, I think truly is one of the most beautiful things you can do for yourself and for the people that love you. Um, because when you are a more confident, secure person, you're all around a better person. I'm a better wife, mother, friend, business owner, um, feeling confident. So I can totally relate to that. Yeah. I mean, the most important thing you could do almost, I would say as a woman is find your confidence. Yeah. I do have a question laced because as, um, just running your business, have you found that being a challenge to find confidence? Um, oh man. So definitely there are times that running a business, I think you are really hard on yourself. You're really, uh, hard. I mean, critical of things that, you know, people can be praising you all day. Wow. You built this business on your own. You did this, you did this. Sometimes it's hard to stay focused on those parts. And I think it's like Instagram is great. And it's also hard because you don't see the nitty gritty, but you can compare your business to someone else's. Like, oh my gosh, I got started before them and look at them now. Or, And it's any business, not even necessarily like a competitor. I'm just saying it it can be really hard uh, to compare yourself to that. And the stress of running a business and all these people are relying on you. And in my situation, I am the one that provides for my kids too. So I think that um, I stress out probably more than I should. And... Yeah, the confidence. I mean, again, that goes, you know, kind of away from the beauty part, but the confidence of just being good enough, I think, is definitely there running a business. And I just, I think it just helps to kind of not really be in competition. And this kind of goes in, in people are beautiful for different reasons mm-hmm. and people have different levels of, of success. And I think just to make sure that, you know, you feel beautiful and feel good about yourself and again, beautiful is a, a term that maybe your personality needs to feel beautiful. Like there are so many beautiful women out there that are not kind. And like, you know, that really shines through when people aren't kind. And I really try my best to be kind in business as well. And, uh, you know, kind of bouncing back to what I was going to say about competition. I think we compare all oh, this so many of us will compare this girl is more beautiful, maybe more successful, maybe this, maybe that. And it's when I step back, because it's really easy to do that, step back and stop comparing maybe my business to someone else's. It's really helped me to say, hey, where were you last year? Where were you last month? Where were you here? Not even financially. It's more of how much have you accomplished? And mm-hmm. I, you, when you take a step back and try and see how far you've come, even if it's a month or two years, or anything, any amount, to really, it really helps boost your confidence, and be like, oh wow, like yes, I still have goals to achieve, but to really, um, really be focused on the now, I think is a really important part, and Kim actually said that when, um, when she was doing my introduction, she said to be, she said Lacey's like really good at living in the present, and um, I actually wasn't always like that, but when you go through a of life-changing experience like I did like the brain tumor for example I honestly changed and I still have to like knock myself in the head literally a few times 
every once in a while, but it really changes your perspective when something like that happens. So I'm really lucky that something like that happened that put that part into perspective because I'm, I've kind of always been a mellow person, but I'm probably even more mellow because I'm like, oh man, in the grand scheme of things, certain things don't matter. And it mm -hmm. really, and having that attitude in business is good for certain things. Uh, just to have like, hey, you know what, let's calm down and take deep breaths when things happen and just keep moving forward. And I probably switched a million different topics to cut out whatever you <laughs> need follow to. I don't even know if I even We're still with you. Yeah, I'm like, I get I'm it. so ADD when I try and <laughs> explain things. So you can cut out and you're like, no, I love it. I just want to give some unsolicited advice to business owners. Um, I would say that it is normal um, if you are feeling the most confident and the most unconfident at certain days and certain times in your business. Um, and when I have gone through things at Borboletta and my confidence has been destroyed, what's picked me up off my feet is, um, the feeling of getting my confidence back, like getting a grip on life, being like, you know what, like, it doesn't matter what day this is. We're going to get up, get ready. We're going to go. And building up that confidence again has um, been able to push me through to the to the next milestone. And so you are normal if you are feeling the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. Um, but I think get through them and continually work on your confidence because that's what's going to push you through in your darkest, hardest days. No, I totally agree. Oh my god, a little tears because it's just so emotional. <laughs> At least your story is so cool. I know, I love everything that you're doing and your attitude. You're so down to earth despite everything that you've gone through. It's very admirable. Am I about to cry? I don't know. <laughs> like, here's the tissue. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming in, talking to us about everything. I'm so excited to see where your business and your foundation go. No, oh, thank you guys. It was so fun. I've, um, I love all of you at this company. Everyone's so great. And, um, I've always inspired by Kim and, um, you know, even just with how I'll start crying too. Um, but just, you know, what she, she continues to just be so, you know, she's going through some really hard things with finding out, um, about her sweet little baby. And she just still has so much grace and is so sweet to everyone. And, is still so caring about everyone else, even though she's going through hard things too. Oh so my gosh, I'm gonna lose it's it. Like, <laughs> but I just, you know, this is a really great company. Everything they stand for and how sweet um, Kim is and how she treats her employees is just really inspiring to me. And so I am super honored and happy to be included in anything Borboletta. And I, you know, have, I love this brand and I love um, all that you guys are doing. So. Thank you for having me. We love you. Thank you. We're um, so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where can we find you on social? So um, I'm Laced Hair Extensions on Instagram, and then we have Laced Hair Foundation. And then uh, if you care about like seeing pictures of my kids skiing or something, I don't even know why anyone it's follows so that one. Cute. But I have like my personal Instagram that's Lacey Gadigard. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then we have all the links to all of our websites. From, Perfect, from yeah. There, so. And we'll tag you on our Instagram at definebeauty underscore Barbaletta. Yeah, and thank you for joining us again on our Define Beauty podcast. 
Um, we appreciate all of our listeners and we're excited to have you with us next week. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.